You're listening to the Swap Mono Live podcast show brought to you by our friends at OGO. Hey, you're listening to the uh, Swap Moto podcast, and I am in Valencia, California with my friend Kenny Alexander, who is uh, founder of The Fast House. And uh, Kenny, congrats on the success of The Fast House. And uh, man, I guess I'm here today to find out the story, how, how it all started. Well, first, I want to say thanks for coming all the way up here and uh, on this rainy day. Yeah. But um, yeah, it all started, man back in the late 60s and early 70s mm-hmm. my grandmother started sewing up jerseys and race vests for mm-hmm. a few of us kids in town so we could go rip up indian dunes and look cool like the big guys yeah so yeah indian dunes was the staple of southern california motocross it's actually i want to say indian dunes is the first place i ever rode my three-wheeler i mean sadly i only rode a three-wheeler at indian dunes before it closed down but I've got a lot of fond memories of that place, trail riding and then racing the international track. And then what was the other one? The Shadow Glen. Shadow Glen yeah. track, yeah. You know, it was a special place because it was an open riding. So mm-hmm. it had a, you know, river running down the middle of it, sand wash hills and stuff. And, you know, you know, they just don't make them like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty damn special. And, uh, you know, um, was open for 15 years. Yeah, pretty Dunes cool. was a special place. They did a lot of Hollywood filming there and... Yeah, it's where, you know, they did a bunch of TV shows, a bunch of um, films there. And, uh, you know, Steve McQueen made it super popular, mm-hmm. kind of the place to be and to be seen. So, um, yeah, it was just one of those special places, and it's close to our heart here at Fast House. Um, you know, most of the people that work here either had their dads or grandpas, you know, mm-hmm. ride there and stuff. So it has some history. It's got to break your heart that. It's just up the street, and there's nothing built on it, right? It's still there. Yeah, it's just I think they they have some onion fields there or something like that right now. But um, yeah, New Holland Farm they just they had enough of it, and uh, mm-hmm. they said no, no more. Shame because it would yeah. be the place to be. Definitely. So yeah. it's funny because like up here in Valencia, there's like I, I would say the bulk of the Southern California motocross community is Riverside County, right? But then there's a little pocket up here. Right. In, in Valencia, where it's, you know, we've got the Fast House, like Throttle Syndicate, Matrix. Well, back in, the, yeah, back in the 70s and 80s and 90s, this was the place. This was the place. Yeah. So, you know, um, Eddie Cole had an answer up mm-hmm. here. I mean, there's just a bunch of, um, there's just a bunch of them that were up here. And plus, it was, it was like the hotbed for when, you know, motocross kind of got started mm-hmm. in this area because man there was every shop you could i mean dick allen's yamaha allied cycles there was just a there was just a it was the mecca mm-hmm. at one point so we're proud to be here still yeah kinda, yeah plus you guys carrying got, the torch huh you guys got chichis huh you guys got chichis oh, pizza best there. uh best italian <laughs> food in the world man so okay so you said uh fast house started with your mom sewing stuff up did no, you call my, it the fast house then? no my my grandmother, your grandmother yeah my grandmother no that's just um when we were coming up with the name for our website um close to 15 years ago mm-hmm. um thinking like man what can we call it you know we wanted people to come there and hang out and check out what we had and you know the stories we were telling mm-hmm. and um my grandpa's house was 
like a stone's throw from Indian Dunes, and it was where all the fast guys hung out mm -hmm. after the races. They went over there to party okay. a little bit and uh, <laughs> tell war stories. And I was thinking to myself, you know, house, fast guys, fast house. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all came out. Okay, about. so I remember, man, years and years ago, they had like a house. A, it was like a set at the Supercross, right? And that was yours. And yes. Was, that was called the Fast House. That's correct. So you were using, I remember I took a picture of it, and you were like, hey, make sure you write the Fast House. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, the Fast House has been around for a long, long time. Though. Yeah. H Howie Idelson was working for Toyota. He was um, doing all their ads, and, you know, their, it was like an advertising agency, and he loved our website and came to us one day and said, hey, could we activate make it real life at mm -hmm. the supercrosses and of course we said absolutely this sound you know sounds rad so um that's how it all went down so the fast house originally was like the first i remember it was obviously the you know the, the, the day in the dirt grand prix but mm -hmm. your website sold a bunch of cool t-shirts that's correct we called them uh it was elrod racing yeah and the, the site was called fast house so yeah that's uh that was a long time ago Okay, so what was the so first it, year you had the fast house? In uh, 08. 08. 08. We were, we were doing some stuff on uh, graphics, a few T-shirts and some jerseys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And what year was the first year of Day in the Dirt? was 98. 98. 98. 20, almost 22 years ago. Wow. I know that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty damn long ago. Okay, so backing up a little bit, um, your roots are in the stunt i mean you grew up riding and racing motorcycles uh you built a career in the hollywood stunt industry yeah i worked for 35 years mm -hmm. doing stunt work um and uh but my heart has always been you know it's always been moto mm -hmm. and uh so i've always dab dabbled in it and stuff and um a stunt buddy and i jimmy roberts we said you know let's bring back a race that has the soul of those old ones like hope town the westlake grand prix mm -hmm. Back in the day, those things were huge. They get thirty thousand people, and they're just these one-off events. How can we bring that back? So we decided to throw a little race the day after Thanksgiving, a Friday, mm -hmm. and we called it a day in the dirt. Mm. And the rest is history, man. It um, we packed in a thousand riders that day, and it was uh, you know, it's now it's turned into like a week-long event every oh, yeah. year. So it's cool. Do you think that? Uh the day in the dirt grand prix made fast house or did fast house make the day in the dirt grand prix well the soul of fast house has always been there yeah you know but um a day in the dirt has definitely helped fast house out mm -hmm. i mean it you know it uh just it's the you know it's the event that yeah put it all together um, in, in the beginning, was it a kind of an invite-only thing and a, more of an exclusive thing? Because I know that's the the big misconception a lot of people have is that it's for the stunt industry only or you have to know someone to get in. No, um, that's just a, that's a rumor that's been going around. We just sent out these really bitchin' um, flyers, and mm -hmm. we called them, you know, and on the flyer it said you're invited to come out for the day. Oh, <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? So, so that's thought, how it oh, kind of got didn't started. Get invitation, you no, you just, yeah. So, um that's how that got going. Okay. All right. So 
Are you still doing stunts or are you fast house full time? I'm still doing stunts. I like to get in a car now. I don't like to hit the ground anymore. Yeah. But did you um, do motorcycle stunts or like all kinds? I did. Um, started out doing bike stunts, but mostly car stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good behind the wheel. And um, of course, I've hit the ground, fire gags. I don't like heights too much. Mm-hmm. I'm not a high fall guy. The farthest I've been off of is 55 feet. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, that's, that's pretty damn high still, yeah. but it's uh, not like some of these guys will do. Now, how did you get started in that? My um, my uncle, well, I call him Uncle Ronnie. Um, he's actually my cousin. Uh, he is one of the biggest stunt guys in the business. So the family's kind of been in it forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just kind of fell into that, you know. Yeah. By racing as a kid, dirt bikes, and just surfing, skateboarding. It was just, you know, I hated school. Yeah. So um, As we all did. Yeah. So it was um, just kind of the thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I remember uh, my, my wife and I had a period of time where we were obsessed with all the CSI shows. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was CSI Miami. And you were like a villain in one of them. I mean, they, your face was on right, yeah. on TV. I'm like, ah, that's Kenny. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. That was quite a while ago. But uh, yeah, I've been I've been in, in a few flicks before. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'm assuming you still get residual checks. I still get. That's how I can uh, work here at Fast House. Yeah. I still get paid from that. <laughs> so nice. um, no, it's been. Uh, I work on Lethal Weapon all mm-hmm. the time. That's the new t- um, the TV show that's out. Um, friend of mine, Tim Trella. Um, We've been good friends for going on two decades, and uh, he keeps me pretty busy driving yeah. a car on that show. Nice. Trello, I've, I've followed that name oh, yeah, on the track. Oh, yeah, you know, you know that. So, um, yeah, I love it. I've been very fortunate to be able to um, get paid to play, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so it's, it's a – it's a. I think it's probably a hard industry to break into, but once you're in, you're in, right? You know what? It's yeah, and you just got to It's little clicks mm-hmm. and um, the friends that you make, and the you know, it's like a huge family. Yeah, yeah. We have a quite a few moto guys now that have that have are working in the business, like Dave Castile, Rich Taylor. You know, it's kind of good to see. Um, Dave has really taken it super serious, mm-hmm. and he works all the time. Um, I see Rich every once in a while because he's still dabbing in his goggle company mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but. Um, it's yeah it's just been i mean it goes on and on there's just been a ton of guys that have come from the moto industry and stepped into um to the stunt work yeah yeah you know did you know that i did a commercial no uh-uh. yeah rich rich called me one day and says hey you want to do a job i'm all heck yeah i want to do a job and so he told me all right well go to the store and it's a samsung commercial and hmm. so their colors are blue and white so like make your bike all blue and white and I had a Cowie at the time, so I bought white duct tape, and I made my whole bike white and blue. And he told me, bring blue and white gear. And so I did. And it ended up being a, a Samsung Super Bowl commercial, mm-hmm. and they filmed in Hollywood. I forgot what studio it was, but he tells me, ah, it'll be easy. It'll be super easy. you got to jump off this freestyle ramp. I'm all, freestyle ramp? He's like, yeah, but it's this little one. It's this little, like, four-foot-tall metal one that, like, Fresh Park. It'll still boot you. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, okay. And uh, we ended up going, and they wanted us to jump on the street over a car that was doing donuts. And it was me, Rich Taylor, Ted Campbell, and Ronnie Renner. Mm -hmm. And it turned out, dude, 
so there's this commercial for this new phone, and it was this this crazy commercial with like parkour guys and BMX guys and guy getting shot of a cannon and everything. You could see me like maybe a half inch tall on the TV screen when the commercial finally came out. But lo and behold, I made like 18 grand, I think, from that commercial. I just that's kept getting sick. checks in the mail, and I'm like, man, this is yeah. pretty good. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Well, that's why that's why they all want to do it. Once they yeah. get it, once they do it once, then they get that, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah, they got to go after it. Like um, Rick Johnson works on commercials all the time. Mm-hmm. McGrath works on stuff. I've been on a couple things with him before. So it's just, you know, they dabble in it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just, it's it's good money. Like yeah, I it's said, funny because Rich yeah. was like, "Oh, yeah. yeah, if you do another one, you'll get your SAG card." You know, because what do they call it, Taft Hartley or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yes. You have to work on something before you can get it. And, yeah, because yeah. so. then I got called. He tried to get me in on, uh, I think it was the Lone Ranger movie or something. But I was literally going to Costa Rica that weekend for family vacation, so I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, but. I worked on that. I worked. Yeah. So. But I don't know. There was no motorcycles in the Lone Ranger movie, was there? No, you just got to get ran over by a horse, that's all. <laughs> but so Yeah, um, it's been it's been fun, but you know, it's uh it's one of those things where it's you got to want it. Yeah. So you got to really go out there and attack it if mm-hmm. you want to get into the business. Yeah. Cuz yeah, there's every there's everyone else wants it too, so it's pretty cutthroat. Okay, running the fast house seems a lot safer. It's safer, a lot more stress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, I'm having the time of my life. It's a dream come true. I work with great people here. Um, I think we have the best, you know, art department around. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they like coming to work. So we all laugh. And yeah, this building time. here. Yeah. Okay, so for the people listening, this building here is like the whole thing looks like kind of a movie set. Like it's all... I mean, even the back warehouse and stuff is, is set up real nice, and everything's motorcycle theme. It's motor- How many motorcycles would you say are in this building? We counted last Saturday there were 42. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are decorations. Some of them yeah. are uh, projects, like Fonz is over there. That'll probably never Fonz has uh, Fonzie has projects all over this place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, there's there's famous bikes. There's, like, the, the, the Coup de Gras bike Durham Road is down there, right? That Yeah. And then we have the well, we have the two-stroke championship bike down there, right there. That uh, that uh, Robbie Wageman rode is pretty badass. This right year, now. yeah, it looks it okay, looks yeah. nice down there. Flying the number already flying the number one plate already so, already. And I know there's a bunch of guys after him, so that's all good. Though. <laughs> we, we we like that. Okay, so yeah, so the whole place here, uh, it's a great atmosphere. I mean, the, the the building is amazing. Everything you could walk around this place for hours and just look at things on the walls. Um, so yeah, I would say it's a fun place to work. You know, we've just been collecting stuff for years and, uh, yeah, it is like a museum. Um, and when you come in here, when you come in, it makes you feel good. It makes you just want to be here Mm -hmm. and attack it and, uh, get your creative juices flowing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many years ago was this? Maybe five years ago. Okay. When did you launch the gear and everything? We launched the gear, well, we launched jerseys quite a few years ago, like seven, eight years ago. Um, the full sets of gear, it's been four years, I believe. Okay, four. So it was at least five years ago, maybe six. You came to me and you offered me a job. And you said, I want you to come work for the Fast House. And I go, Kenny, what's the Fast House? And you said, I'm not sure yet. 
That's right. You know, and I'm still, time, you know what, Don, I'm still not know. sure what it is yet. <laughs> and it might be the worst business plan ever. It's working. But it's working. Yeah. And you know what? Because we do it from our hearts and uh, we bleed it here. Yeah. And um, it's just, uh, it's special to us. And we we will fight as long as we can yeah. to keep it rocking. Okay. But you said, I don't know yet. We want to do some media. We want to do this. When did it pop in your head? Hey, we're going to go full scale and make motocross apparel. Um, well, I still don't. I still don't think this is a motocross apparel brand. I think it's a, a lifestyle, lifestyle brand. a lifestyle brand. And we just so happen to make some yeah. some uh, riding pants, a couple of jerseys, gloves, and um, and we're very fortunate too. I can't forget. We're very fortunate being in partnership with Bell. Mm-hmm. on some sick ass helmets yeah and yeah. uh we've been playing around with red bull for the last 20 years that has been unbelievable and uh our newest partner is uh 805 so 805 beer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with all those companies yeah to wrap your arms around you know what i mean so Definitely. we got to give those, those guys a little credit too that they've helped get us we are where we are today yeah yeah okay if you're a quote quote unquote lifestyle brand right that happens to make gear or whatever what is the uh what is the cash cow is it the riding gear is it the casual apparel is the one day in the dirt race a year i think it's the uh, i think it's the hats and the tees this the the really the soft goods um that have um surprised us Mm -hmm. because you can fly our colors and still wear other gear or, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. do anything. I mean, you know, you don't even have to ride dirt bikes or mountain bikes or whatever yeah. to wear it because it means something else. It it kind of it appeals to a lot a lot of people. Yeah. So um, I think that's where we're fortunate. Hmm. Does that make sense? That we, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, definitely, we're selling a lot of gear, mm-hmm. and um, we got some pretty cool plans, and we got some stuff in the works right now that's that are that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think. Everyone's going to dig it. And uh, like I said, we're just going to keep on playing. Okay, one thing that I've noticed apparel-wise, I would say when you first started, you were more about the image with the cool designs and the cool sayings. And you're transitioning into the performance because the Raven stuff is badass. Like the pants are the pants are very technical. Uh, they stretch in all the right places. They're lightweight. Um is there more of an emphasis on that side? Well, yeah, we are. Um, like I said, we do have a, a line coming out at the beginning of the year that is going to be a little more technical like that. And we're expanding that that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, that's not our big market. Our big market is the guy that weighs, you know, a little bit more than the racer. The, you know what I mean? They oh, like Dahmer. Or, yeah, like Dahmer or like Fonzie. You know what I'm saying? The real, like real guys, you know, yeah. that love to go out and just have fun on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And so we're... Really, I got an idea. You should call that line the program line. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know to, it's it's funny because we're, um, I think that's our brand is the guys that like to just talk a lot of shit. Yeah. And hang out on the back of the truck, throw down a couple laps, a couple heaters so they can say that. Yeah. And then throw down a couple cold ones. Yeah. Um, and that's 98% of the guys that ride mm-hmm. are those guys. What's the largest size pants you make? Um, 44. 44. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
we only order a couple of them, but we yeah. do sell them, man. They, they yeah. yeah, and uh, and actually, there was a guy that was wearing a size forty four at L A County a couple of weeks ago, hauling ass. So oh, yeah? yeah, there is some you know these four fifties. I don't care how much you weigh, they, yeah. they rip. So, um, yeah. so literally and figuratively, exactly. Ass. Yes, exactly. He swallowed his seat, but yeah, yeah, he could still get around the track. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Uh, earlier you mentioned your partnership with Bell Racing, Bell Helmets. Mm-hmm. So uh, we had this segment called the Bell Helmets Bench Race Session. Okay. Because uh, old Raphael Benitazzi is a uh, fine sponsor of our podcast. So what are your thoughts about the way the Supercross season wrapped up? What do you now? What, like, I still like okay, so some crazy things happened at Vegas, right? Like Cincerillo was in position to win, crashed out. Hand the title for Andis, who did exactly as he should have done. Whole shot, one, let things unfold behind mm-hmm. him. So there's that story. And then there's, uh, you know, obviously Fortner dominating the East, bonks out, breaks his, or hurts his leg, his knee, and uh, Chase Sexton rises to the occasion. Well, Bell down. doesn't give a shit because they're all wearing belts, right? Oh, yeah. They're right. all wearing the helmet. No. So I just think, you know, that's racing. Yeah. And it's never over until it's over, mm-hmm. you know. Um yeah, there. I mean, it's it's amazing that Bell has two their, or three has, has their lids on everybody. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. It's, it's a it's the best helmet out there. Definitely. So yeah. And then you know what you you got, was was Tevin Tapia in Vegas your first 450 main event fast house razor? I don't know. Hey, Fonz, um, is that? I think so. He was. Yeah. Not mm. bad. Hey, at least, at least we made it at the end of the year. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, the last one, man, you made it. <laughs> hey, you got to give it to those guys. Those guys travel around with no money, mm. borrowing stuff, and just putting in all the work and go out there weekend after weekend and go for it. Yeah. You got to hand it up. You got to just yeah. give it to those guys. You know, um, so we're stoked to be helping out those guys that want to make it and, you know, and go for it. Like Robbie Wageman, we're, we're proud of him, man. He made a couple of – Dude, wait. Yeah, wait, he's wait. Been, he's Did been you a, see Wageman in the heat race in Denver? Yes. Oh. No, so I think he's feeling it now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think this next year is going to be his year to, you know, to get up there, mm-hmm. at least in the top eight. Yeah. That's where you got to kind of be, top eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think if he can do that, he'll get a he'll get a halfway decent ride. Yeah, I he was exceptional at the two stroke world championships. Dude, he uh, he rode like a full. He rode like he's been doing this for a long. Well, he has been doing it for a long time. Yeah. But in that, you know what I'm saying? He was out there with, with legit guys, and they weren't catching him. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we're stoked for him. Definitely. So he's. Is he a three-time two-stroke champ? Because he's won the 250, 125 class a couple he's years ago. He's won the 125 the last two the two years previous to, to this year. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been, for the last three years, he's been, you know, a so, champ. Yeah. So he's got to go supercross and race a two-stroke. Now, there, maybe you the, there, there you go. There you go. Well, he's racing, um, the I think, the outdoor 125 little series mm-hmm. that they're putting on. Yeah, the 125. On. Yeah, I think races. he's doing that. Um, so we'll see how he uh, how he handles it. Nice, nice. So the uh, the Bell Motor Nine Flex collab that you guys are doing, there's three or four different ones in the Bell catalog. 
right now we have we have three in there right now we're adding we're going to do about uh, anywhere from three to six helmets with them mm. a year yeah i know it's because the last time i went on the website there was more fast house or seven helmets than regular bells yeah there's more collabs than anything else and i think they're doing uh <clears throat> they delight i mean it works for us yeah you know and uh i think um yeah i think there's some there's some stuff people are gonna be stoked that's coming down the pike mm. so. so is there one guy in here designing everything like art graphic wise no we have four four guys yeah we have um danny osterman which you know his dad dave osterman so he oh, has, okay yeah. so he has some roots in the um in the moto mm-hmm. thing and he's one rad artist mm-hmm. super good um we have this kid named ttj that's really stepping up and um knows his stuff and we have the legendary artist uh scott dixon that i've been working with for close to 16 17 years Mm -hmm. and then we have tim schmidt that is our web guy and he's been doing stuff too with me for the last you know 15 years Mm -hmm. so okay that's some those are the four core guys guys. that we call on for everything okay so there's a difference between i think a style designer and a technical designer right so like the guy who designs the cut of the pants and the fabric choices and stuff like that is there someone that specializes in that or does that fall on those four guys that's those four guys we had a guy when we first started off do our um our tech packs and do that stuff for me he's kind of legendary in the uh, business i won't say his name and uh he kind of helped us do a few of those Mm -hmm. just to get us started um and the rest now these guys have now taken it on and then we just hired someone from speedo believe it or not that knows his stuff really well, knows yeah. fabric. Probably knows stuff. the lycra really well. And he knows, yeah, he's um, very he's very good at what he does. Yeah. So that's, like I said, next year we're going to have some good stuff. And then do your designers ride as well? Like- um, uh, two of them ride, mm-hmm. and then the other two, one snowboards and one mountain bikes. So, okay, yeah. yeah. So that, that's things I think, like even when, you know, I – with the magazine I used to do or the current Saltmoto Live platform, it's like I think that you get a better product when you have people who are involved in the subject matter, you know? Like I, I got offered a uh, editorship of a jet ski magazine once, and I'm all, man, those things are lame. I don't want to yeah, do that. Yeah, better, you better, you know, it's, it's best to do what you know. Yeah. Yeah. So your guys, you know, my point being like, they have an idea for a fabric or a cut or something. They get out and try it themselves mm-hmm. and figure it all out. Right. So, yeah, I have to give you guys props, too, on the uh, second-generation mountain bike short. Poof, 100 times. 100 improved. times better. And we, yeah, yeah. And our, our next yeah next year is going to be better than that, and we have a few more different styles coming out. But, you know, it's all learning. It's just, you know, doing yeah. it. And uh, it's hard working with, you know, overseas and, just uh you know it's a learning experience for us too you know because once you commit to something once you do it then there's time then you got to deliver and it's like you don't have time to change things so um it's just been a big learning experience for me yeah definitely. because when i first started this thing it was everything was made here in the u.s yeah and uh i had that six week seven week thing i could get stuff done Mm -hmm. well now i can't do that do you uh do you send an employee over to asia to 
watch or we have we have not um uh sean the guy i was talking about from speedo he has been to places he knows what he's doing so he's kind of hip on that so um but yeah we're gonna have to go over there and and do it (laughs) so i don't know if you know this but uh it well 20 years ago when i when i left mx racer to start transworld um my wife and i started this girls t-shirt line called dirt girl and robert ibon was our designer i know exactly i know what, yeah uh, and so we used to sell those t-shirts and kenny we sold the shit out of them like like did really well with them and uh we were just having them printed Dahmer was printing them for us and well, uh, that was your first mistake probably huh you using Dahmer yeah 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 probably he was adding Dahmer tax on in the middle <laughs> but we ended up we were going to make a, uh we we're going to make these pants and a jacket and we we're trying to source them out in uh in Taiwan right and it was so funny it was so shady we exchanged some emails with this guy he sent us some samples and stuff but then he went on our website and about us and he saw a picture of my wife right and like my wife's good looking, you know, Asian lady, uh-huh. right? Dude, he's he thinks he's corresponding with her when he's emailing me and he's like, Oh, Miss Eileen, I wanna <laughs> fly you over here to give you a tour of the factory and the, he was totally scamming on my wife and I'm That's just like, funny. Yeah, no. That's- but uh eventually it became a conflict. Uh we went to the indie trade show and we had a booth and some of the other magazines figured out that my wife on this company that they're trying to get to buy sell ads to and that's funny it became this conflict and my boss asked me to shut it down so we did but uh Mm. yeah so i i'm a little bit aware of the whole asia uh manufacturing process yeah no it's all it's all like i said it's new to me and uh i didn't know what i was getting myself into when we started this company Mm -hmm. and uh i've learned a lot in the last few years yeah it's not it's not easy man okay so from like I'd like to say, your official start was what, five years ago when you started making gear. How many times over have you grown now? Would you say? Because I mean, you know, I know you still like have to you say ever watched Shark small... Tank? Have you ever watched the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell you there's a certain level you, it gets really hard. Yeah, well, we we hit that level, <clears throat> and okay. it's it's hard. I mean, t- but we've grown, we've grown at every area. I think we're trying to slow it down a little bit. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Does that make it sounds kind of like slow it down if we can a little bit so yeah. we can just get it more a little bit more organized and stuff and mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're getting there. Do you think it's going to get to a point where a big distributor is going to call you and want to buy you? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Right now, we're just going to keep on building a brand that that we love mm-hmm. and that we cherish and just. Um, you know, if that time comes, mm-hmm. you know, in a few years, you know, that'd be, you, you, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, so that's where we're at. Well, hey, let's take a uh, quick break here from our sponsors that make this podcast possible. And we'll be right back. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the Swap Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barja, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. 
check out scott-sports.com to see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer, and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble, and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails, or if you want to go a bit further, longer, and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So. Head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. And I uh, just want to give a shout out to Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name, but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991 and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey Swap Moto listeners, this is Zach Osborne, rider for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna factory racing team. I love my FC 450 race bike, but I also love the FC 350. It has the handling of a 250 and the power of a 450 making it the perfect bike for both professional and amateur riders. Right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles is giving Swap Moto listeners 1,500 reasons to get a brand new FC350. Hurry into your local authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer to find out more on the limited time offers available to get you on the track today. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. All right, so... We talked about big guy gear, possibly, right? Like, are you going to come out of the women's line? Because it seems like every girl in Southern California that, like, posts a picture of her butt on Instagram gets a fast house, right? Well, they <laughs> – well, you know, that's just – they just love – they love us. We don't ask them. They, they, they come to us. So it's – Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't mean to stereotype everyone. There's some serious racers out there. Right. But, I mean, you have a huge female following. It might – there might be some, some market share in there to get in the women's line, right? Or at least women's pants. Well, we're, uh, we're, actually, we're actually coming out with a woman's cut, but that won't be for a little bit. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, we have them ask us, you know, they're tired of that pink shit and all that stuff. They want the black. They, yeah. they want to, yeah, they, they want to look, you know, they don't want to look like little girls. They want to yeah. look like women. No flowers. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Okay, so, um, man, I, I think I have to ask this in this podcast, but, like, you know, I know that there was a close association with uh, a good friend of ours, Troy, Troy yeah. Lee. And uh, I remember there was, was there Fast House jerseys in the Troy Lee catalog at one point early on? There was a Fast House jersey that we we did up for uh, Sealy and Shane and all their team to wear at one of the Supercrosses. Okay. That, um, because Fast House actually sponsored their Team. Their team. I remember there's Fast Everyone House logos on the airbox. Yeah. Yes. And there was Fast on the tent and stuff like that. Yeah. When we first started this, Troy asked if we wanted to um, sponsor their team and stuff. So we said yes. It wasn't a very good business decision for us, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Because, you know, Troy, I mean, we loved ha- hanging out and having yeah. a good, good time. But we were too young. We mm-hmm. didn't have stuff out yet. But um, we, yeah, that's how that all got started. So is there uh a popular misconception out there about the way you guys started no well um, or no we had um mike collier sean collier's dad make yeah. us some jerseys and i'm i love tld so mm-hmm. troy's and troy and i've been tight forever so um i'm not going to stick sean in anything else but my friend's gear yeah that just matched up perfectly with what we were doing you know so um i think that's where people got a little mixed up as sean was flying our jersey mm-hmm. wearing tld pants and there yeah. was you know what i mean and plus I troy like, and i troy and i were yeah. so connected for so many years because he sponsored um a day in the dirt did the helmets for us Definitely. did the helmet painting for it yeah. everyone every year so um i think that's weird is so tight that mm-hmm people thought we were glued to hip together yeah yeah how uh i mean do you would you talk about like troy and i are yeah troy and i are cool we talk um and uh i love drinking beer with them and having a good good time i think he loves drinking yeah beer too. and um you know i'm so stoked <laughs> for him he's he's done so well and uh he seems to be enjoying things right now yeah and having fun so good for him because he's worked his ass off for years. Yeah, I I love yeah. watching. I love seeing his race team succeed. Yeah, and, and the look that he gets on his face after a win or something. Oh yeah, well they've been at it. So they've been at it for quite a while now. Pretty hard. Yeah. So I'm I'm waiting for them to get that title. They need that, you mm-hmm. know. So uh, I'm sure you'll get one. Yeah. All right. So motocross gear apparel. You've, how many years has it been in the mountain bike apparel then? We just got started there last year. Um, yeah, 18 and, uh, was the first year, right? Yes. And uh, we are um, we're doing pretty good. It's not as easy it was as it was for Moto for us because we had so many deep roots and mm-hmm. so many people living it. But um, we're gaining some, some steam. We have some yeah, badass riders. Some, Dude, we have some, you have some we heavy have hitters, right? Really heavy hitters, and they're spreading the word. And... Um, Showing the love out there, yeah, and uh, it's working. I, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of one of your riders in particular. I bet, I bet you can guess. Rye, or Caroline oh, Buchanan. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, even more so after I saw a video of her speaking. Oh no, she's. You know, the accent is like. She is five something points. else. Yeah, she's. Uh, she's rad. She's one of our favorites. Yeah. So okay. She's a lot prettier than our dog or Tyler McCall. You know, <laughs> but uh, no, she. Um, she's an ambassador. I mean, she goes out there. She gets the job done. Um, it's uh, you don't have to tell her to do anything. Mm-hmm. She just goes out there and makes it happen. Yeah. How is the uh, how's it been in the mountain bike like breaking in? You know, you said it was a little bit tougher, but man, I, I've seen fast house jerseys out in the trail quite a few times. No, we're uh, no, it's surprising, and um, yeah, we're doing a like I said, we're doing pretty dang yeah. good. It's the just getting our distributing. That's the, that's what I'm talking about. Just our sales, the, yeah, and our distributing is, uh-huh. is where we're we need we need some help there. But that's yeah. it. All right, so the dirt side of it, obviously. You know, the baggies, the downhill gear and stuff, the trail gear. Are you going to make Lycra stuff for the weenies? Well, we did partner with Cadence on a on an outfit a few years back. Well, and they dude, that sold kit before. cost like 500 bucks or something. I know, exactly. And they were gone in 30 minutes. We put them on our site, and they were just, they were, they yeah. were gone. Um, so we will, you know, when the time's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that, like, there's a lot of people that train on road bikes and cross-country mountain bikes that – would love to ad- identify themselves as a brand exactly for, for the sport they're training for, mm-hmm. right? Right, I know because I see all of them riding uh, at that uh, over the hump event down in Ir- Irvine. Yeah, so you see everyone out there that Flannies, rides moto. Flannies yeah. race up here that I drove Flannies all the way up here for. Yeah, well, exactly. I was that's what I was going to get get to, but um, yeah, it's just uh, just takes money. Yeah, yeah, you know, just takes money. What uh? What other sports or industries would you consider breaking into or branching into? I mean, is there is there anything else left that would be no? I think for you, no. I think we really are going to focus on throwing cool events, mm-hmm. and because uh, that's what we're good at partying and having a good time with with friends and stuff. So we're, um, I think it comes easy for yeah. us. So I think we're going to uh, expand a day in the dirt a little bit. We um, oh, you've got one in Australia talking, now, right? We're, yeah, we're in Australia right now. We're we're talking to someone in Florida, mm. so that would be a good one. The Fly East Coast yeah. really wants to uh, to have one there, and um, I think we're going to pull the trigger next year mm. on that one. Are they going to call it a day in the heat? A day in the heat or <laughs> day in the swamp or something yeah. like that. We'll we'll get yeah. it. We'll get it. Uh, if you have a day in the dirt. In Florida, you have to make a special jersey that, that instead of like still smoking or whatever, uh-huh. it's gonna say, "Hey, bro, do you have bat wings?" Yeah. Well, hey, I just, <laughs> you know, talking about events, I want to hand it to you guys for all the events you guys throw here in Southern California because you're keeping Moto yeah alive. You know what? You know yeah, no the race intended, series you know? is <laughs> yeah. The race series is really important because, like, like when we came in with Transworld, right? We we took over number one magazine in the world like right away and it was kind of like some of our competitors were like pitching like oh they're just coming and making money off the sport or whatever you know it's like uh mark fiore my former publisher and i like we sat down like we had to give back somehow and you go to the tracks and they're packed with riders on practice days during the week right but then you go to a race on a weekend and there was only like 150 people it's like well why aren't people racing like let's let's grow the racing side of it and it was just we asked a bunch of people and we figured out the experience was just bad. It's expensive, a lot of chicken shit fees, you know, and mm-hmm. and so 
and waiting around all day. So we developed a streamlined program and all that. And dude, it's awesome. I, I I'm really proud every weekend that I'm at one of the races and I see a packed gate. You know, so yeah, you're I, keeping it alive, man. Um, that's what's cool. Yeah. So uh, no uh, no other sport, more events though. I think more yeah. events. I think that's where it's at for us. Yeah. How yeah. about other forms of motorcycling? Like, I mean, well, obviously, we're thinking, the we're, flat we're, track thing is huge now, right? And I yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we have a couple of the hooligan riders and stuff mm-hmm. like that that we're dealing with. Um, we are getting into some street bike um, helmets designs mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'm sure we'll get into some of that. We do have off-road pants coming out with oh, pockets, pockets and places to stash your uh your fun stuff and whatever you want to bring up in the mountains and mm-hmm. have a good time with. Um, yeah. So um, we're looking forward to doing that. Yeah. Okay. So earlier when I was touching on the performance uh, stuff, so the Raven is the, the high end performance stuff. Like you ever didn't go after like the serious racer guy. Well, that's what I said. We have some stuff coming out next year that we're going oh, to but after I thought that. you alluded to the big guys. after. Well, that. We're going to take care of them, too, but okay. we do have some pretty cool stuff coming out for those guys that want to, you know, mm-hmm. that train hard, Yeah, you know, that live for it, breathe it. And yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you think you'll always maintain that cool retro vibe, or will you have a different branch that's more like... Well, you know what? Everyone says we're retro. I don't think so. I think we're just clean lines. Classic. Classic, solid colors, you know, and... Uh, you know, everyone else is doing it now too. So yeah. we yeah, just, you, you know have what I mean? Be, I think, you have to be flattered when you see yeah. a company that makes racewear and they have like one, one optional kit and it looks like total fast house ripoff. Yeah. It's a, you know what though? We're, we're stoked. I think we changed a little bit. I think we changed moto too. Cause God, a few years back, it was starting to look pretty dang clownish. Mm. And I think, now everyone kind of looks halfway decent out cleaner. there. A little cleaner. Yeah. What's the toughest product to develop, like, technically? Is it a glove or is it a pant? Because I know a jersey's, jersey's... I would say a pant. I would say a pant. Yeah? Yeah. Because it has to fit, like, a wide range of body shapes, like it, long legs, short legs. And you have all these different knee braces. Yeah. And different yeah. sizes and stuff like that. Um, I think uh, the glove, we found um, our Raven glove we finally got that thing pretty dialed mm-hmm. so it feels great um you know it's just you know the a, raven glove my videographer chase curtis dubs that the bad luck glove why no why why is that because every time he wears it when we mountain bike one of us gets a flat yeah <laughs> so he, uh, he he literally went to he literally went to temecula motorsports and bought a the steel blue like glove that just says fh on the back all right well i was going to give you a pair to bring back to him so he could switch out but now they already went and bought it that's yeah. even better he so. bought it that's good the kid's a consumer that's right exactly but uh yeah so that's where we're at with the gear it's just uh it's been a great ride yeah hey let me ask you this so i know that caroline buchanan she wears fast house gear she wears a fast house bell helmet right but you allow her to wear the fist gloves. Is that because it's that from a, Australia? Like, yeah, and good friends, and that was a deal that she already she already, she already had. had that yeah. deal. So, you know, we couldn't. When she said, "Can I wear this glove?" We're not going to say no. I mean, yeah. we love Caroline, so yeah. she can. Now, have you met yeah. Sam from Fist? Yes, I he's, saw. He's awesome. Yeah, okay. I was with him last year um, 
when I went to Australia mm-hmm. for a, a, mm-hmm. a day in the dirt. Um, super cool cat. Yeah. Have you seen that gear? Hey, those guys like to have a good time over there. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm not, yeah, I don't, yeah, we weren't the same for about two weeks when we got home because <laughs> they just, they tore us up. Yeah. And they were, I said, hey, do you guys have water here? And they said, well, this is in the morning. I said, can I get some water from anyone? They said, well, here, here's a light beer. <laughs> yeah, so it was like, that's, we nice. just drank so much over there. But um, the, like I said, those guys, we're looking forward to going back this year, though. Yeah. Yeah, we're going yeah. Yeah, to give, we're going to start uh, hydrating right, right now so we can yeah. go over there and show them something. You're going to have to bring water with you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that uh, fist company, Sam, gave me a set of gloves. He's I think you'll like these. And I forgot the guy's name, but he's all, it's a signature glove for the Japanese BMXer. The freaking gloves have sushi on the back, uh-huh. sushi rolls on the back, and then the, the, the silicone on the palms is rice kernels. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're having a good, good time doing what, what they're doing over there. So yeah, I'm stoked for them. Now, also... One thing about customization of the jerseys here, can anyone call and order their name and number? That's what like, they can, yes. Okay, and, and the gnarly thing about what you guys do is it's not a standard font. You're, someone is back there hand-creating the font. We the do name, have a right? lot to pick from, but if you can call and get one of these guys on the we will do some special ones, but not. we don't try to. Okay. That's not our, yeah. <laughs> Because it's, you know, I, I, we, I remember we print like, we print like 200 office. jerseys a week, dude. That's a lot. 200 jerseys, yeah, we can, jerseys yes, we can do yes nice so you know <laughs> but it's i remember pretty seeing gnarly. somebody back there one time because i mean your font for the lettering is kind of like hand-drawn looking mm-hmm. and i was watching somebody make it by hand and i was like wow well, no they that? they do that for some of our but um scott dixon has done a lot of that stuff and danny too they just get they get bored and they'll just start messing around and yeah and doing it so yeah so Say you sell a hundred jerseys, how many people order it with their name and number? I'd say fifty percent. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that is yeah, it's been great. And how much does it cost to get your name and number added? Uh forty five. Forty five bucks. Forty five bucks, but we use the best material. It looks it looks pretty insane. Yeah. And um good stuff. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Well hey I mean, man. it's a lot, but you know what though? You get to fly your you're, you know, and yeah. that's part of the, that's part of this whole business is just looking good in front of your friends and talking a lot of shit. Definitely. And, you know, you got to have your name and stuff on the back of your jersey. So when you walk away, they can, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, yeah. So I think that's what, that's what we're all about is fun and um, not taking it too serious. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, I think the first time I wore the Raven pant was at the end of the dirt last year and I had quite an experience. Did you- Dude, yeah, you did. <laughs> Maybe it's the Raven line in general that's bad luck for me, right? I don't know. Yeah, huh? I don't know. But, but okay, uh, so what went through your mind when you saw me go by? I said, "What?" Uh, uh, you know, I just with your ass hanging out, and uh, <laughs> I thought at first I said, "Everyone's going to think our pants suck," or he must. I hope they just didn't rip when he was riding around the track. <laughs> or I said, "I hope he ate shit." Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no, I, guy, I didn't know what to think when I saw that it. guy got me at this foot peg, oh, okay. and when I when I was picking my bike up, I'm like, "It's kind of cold." Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know shit. if I would have raced the whole Grand Prix if I knew that much. My butt was shot. Oh, dude, your butt was your butt was sticking out. Yeah. So good stuff, though. Either way, I got a replacement set. Wear it quite often. Dude, we like guarantee, we guarantee that <laughs> when you rip your yeah, when that, you rip that, the hole in your ass. Yeah, that that bad. So nice. Wait, did I miss anything? Did I not touch on anything that's important? Should we talk about, all right, let's talk about the beer jersey, right? 
the FB21 to buy an 805 beer jersey? Well, I think, I don't know. You know, that's a good question. You're probably getting me in trouble here. Huh? I'm just wondering because, like, you know, like, you know, when we talk to, like, Monster or Red Bull about sponsoring events, yeah, you know, they s- won't touch the mini major because it's, like, kids. Exactly. Well, right? they don't so, either. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we don't we don't make them in kids. So you don't, make a, you don't make a kid-sized no, 805? No, we, we have some parents that would love to buy their kid a uh, 805 jersey and wear it. Parenting at yeah. its finest. Yeah, and then we, you know, we've made a couple of special jerseys like the Fuck Cancer. Yeah. For Lion. And uh, it was so funny. Uh, last year at Mammoth, the pa- there were some parents that were upset we didn't have kid sizes. That said Fuck Cancer? That, for the Fuck Cancer. I go, I want, because, well, it means a lot to a lot of other yeah. people, a lot of people, you know. Can you make me one that says Fuck David Pecker? I can, we can make anything you want, dude. We'll, <laughs> we'll set you up. <laughs> you know David Pecker is, right? Uh, He's the pecker that bought Transworld and yeah. closed it. Yeah, we can do. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. We can fuck some shit up out there. <laughs> we're not. Hey, we're not afraid of stepping out. And, yeah, yeah. We don't uh, have to. Ha- is there an HR department anyone. here? Is there an HR department here at Fast House? Yeah, Fonzie and I. Oh God, <laughs> Fonzie's the, the. Yeah, we just um, we just take you. We just take you out to lunch. Okay, that's right. Yeah, nice. All right. So, no, it's we uh we're a little loose around here but yeah. it's, it's yeah it's entertaining nice well hey kenny i uh, i definitely appreciate the time and it's been it's been great being friends with you for all these years and it's been awesome for me to watch the success and the growth of the fast house and uh i'm excited to see what what the future holds for you guys hey same here i am stoked for, for you guys yeah it was it scary happen. for a while yeah, but it's, exactly it's no now. but um you should be proud and uh nothing's easy man yeah. It takes a lot of hard work and going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Well, hey, thanks everyone for listening and uh, make sure you check out it's thefasthouse.com. Or no, is it you can type just, in the fast house. It's just fasthouse.com. That was some guy was holding ransom. Oh, okay. Thing, but we finally talked him down to enough and we, we got it from him. Yeah. Because, you know, they just go out and buy up all the dot yeah. coms. Definitely. Yeah. That bastard. All right, man. <laughs> Peace. Fasthouse.com. <laughs> See ya. You've been listening to the Swap Moto Live podcast show presented by Ogio and hosted by my dad, Don Mera. Thanks for listening.